Good evening, and welcome to the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. I figured sometimes we can use the microphone, and sometimes I can just wear my voice out, and it's perfect for recording. Yes, I know what today is. And so when we're talking about black cinema, and I think it's always important, you know, I, I do talk a lot and say, you know, a little bit of tea about Diana Ross. But I will say something positive about Diana Ross, and that's the film Mahogany. Oh, yeah. Her and Billy D. Williams. Come on. Everyone loves beat Billy D. Williams. Let's get real here. Star Wars. But Mahogany, and, you know, it's interesting is you also have um, Anthony Perkins, who is this photographer that falls in love with her. There's a song, Do You Know, went to number one. Um, But I was telling a friend a couple of years ago, we were talking about mahogany. And the importance of mahogany, I felt, was about black love. Because, yeah, she's with Anthony Perkins, but then she turns into this whole other person. and And she loses sight of who she is. And it's Billy Dee Williams' character that makes her come full circle to realize in the end that's what she needed she was running away from everything and it was billy d williams character and um that's a that's a powerful statement um about the film mahogany i i watched mahogany a couple of years ago and um it was interesting you know but billy billy d williams i mean come on come on such a such a great actor here we go. Oh man, left me with six kids. The heat's been off a week, and they all got the flu. What are you gonna do about that? Who said that? Will the lady who said that please step? I can't see who said that. Please let the lady who said that step forward, please. Mr. Walker, when you're elected, what are you gonna do to help me? We can't play it because of the the score. <laughs> we can't because of the music, the score. It's you know, of course, do you know? Um, the theme from Mahogany. There's a lot of great um, love stories um, in black cinema. You know, um, Moonlight. I've talked about Moonlight. That's a very powerful statement about love. Um, and what's interesting is I've had people message me and said they didn't even know about Moonlight. And I said, that's good, because now you know about it. And how, what a powerful statement this film is. What about me? <laughs> Tell me something. I mean, what you doing? Who you doing? Man, come on now. I've been back there in that kitchen, man, and cook for your ass and everything, man. Hey, these grandma rules, man. You know the deal. Your ass eat, your ass speak. All right, uh, straight up? Yeah, nigga, straight up. I'm trapping. What? 
Since we went to Atlanta, put me straight in the juice for being an old boy. Met this dude in there. When I come out, he put me on the block. Did good at it, rose up. That's what it is. Bullshit, man. That ain't what it is. That ain't you, Sharon. Nigga, you don't know me. I don't know you. You know, there's some powerful statements in film. And what's between Kevin and Chiron is very powerful. I can't play that because it's copyrighted. Um, here's a, this is a very powerful moment from Moonlight. Job. Another 18 months probation. 
That's some real shit, man. Oh, man, it's a life. You know? I ain't never had that before. Like, like I'm tired as hell right now, man. I ain't, I ain't making no more than shoe money, but I ain't got no worries, man. Not them kind what I had before. That's that real shit. It's that Bob Marley shit, nigga. <laughs> You're the only man that's ever touched me. And that's Moonlight. That's a moment. And I figured, you know what? You got two different films, two different generations. And you have Mahogany, Diana Ross, and Billy D. Williams. And you have Moonlight. Chiron and Kevin. And that's how Moonlight ends. And what you can't see, you can only hear... I'll leave that open to suggestion. You know, films are very powerful. I mean, you look at how Stella got her groove back. She's 40 and she's with, you know, this this 20-something. But at the end of the day, it's not about that. It's about how they feel for each other. You know, and I just quoted... The great uh, Spencer Tracy, who very famously said that. And guess who's coming to dinner? You know, um, that's such a that's such a speech, you know. And uh, yeah, and then I thought very. Uh, thoroughly about other films and then I thought immediately of Sounder and I thought of that relationship between Paul Winfield and Cicely Tyson's characters in Sounder and um, both nominated for Oscars you know and so and Cicely is gone and uh, I thought you know it's important that we, we pay tribute to these, these characters. A man 
is unjustly sent to prison. You know, and the love story. Experience the groundbreaking movie. What do we make it to, Rebecca? Another season of sharecropping for old man Perkins? Working ourselves to death so he can get richer and we can't even eat when cropping time is done? And Cicely Tyson said some very interesting things about Sounder. And I thought, you know, it's best that we go directly to the source, which is the late, the great Cicely Tyson. They were interested in me for the role of the school teacher. I read for the school teacher. But when I was finished, I said to them that I didn't want to play school teacher but I wanted to play Rebecca because I didn't consider the school teacher a challenge and Rebecca was to me there were so many aspects of her character that I found exciting enough to want to know if I could encompass this woman's character one was her strength her courage her love for her family her knowledge that no matter how difficult things were, they were going to get better. All of these facets about her were stimulating to me. And they both looked at each other and then they looked at me and they said, you are too young, you're too pretty, you're too sexy to play Rebecca. And I said, but I am an actress and I would like the opportunity to play Rebecca. Well, they ignored what I said and they went in search of someone else to play Rebecca. However, in the meantime, I started working on the role and I just kept working on it. And about perhaps a month or six weeks later, I received a telephone call from my agent who said to me, well, you have Rebecca. And I said, when do we start? And he said, aren't you excited? And I said, no. So why not? I said, because I knew she was mine all along. I was just waiting for them to find out. And that's how Rebecca came to me. And that's the late, the great, Cicely Tyson talking about playing Rebecca in her Oscar-nominated performance of Sounder with Paul Winfield. This is another performance. The late Elizabeth Hartman and Mr. Sidney Portier in A Pasha Blue, 1965. You seem to have a problem. Anything I can do? There's a, a crawly thing down my back and I can't reach it. I got it. It's a... It's a caterpillar. And he seems just as frightened as you are. Thank you, sir. It's all right. Oh, my feet! 
strengthen and all this. Sure. Lots of things is different on the radio. Are different on the radio. I'm sorry, are different. Asparagus, chili beef, minestrone, clam chowder, tomato, chicken gumbo, turkey noodle, uh, kangaroo tail, vichyssoise, vegetable, or just plain pea? Kangaroo tail sounds interesting. Kangaroo tail? <laughs> I bet you it tastes interesting, too. Oh, alrighty. Ice cream section. Strawberry, chocolate, vanilla, and all sorts of fruit flavors. Hey, do they have pineapple? Pineapple? Fortune, you must be very rich. That's all you'd notice. What's happening now? They're adding it all up. In their head? And that's Elizabeth Hartman playing a blind woman who falls in love with Sidney Portier, who is black. And when her family finds out, her family is furious. And this took place during the 60s. And yeah, it's, it's a, oh my goodness. You had um, Shelley Winters who won an Oscar for playing the mother. Oh my goodness. Such a powerful, powerful film. Very powerful. And then, you know, for Sydney to do Guess Who's Coming to Dinner, where he falls in love with a woman and she's white. And the parents are Catherine Hepburn and Spencer Tracy. And the parent, you know, his parents are, the father is not so much for it. The mother is scared, as is Spencer Tracy's character, you know, and then their reactions, though. That's the interesting thing about Guess Who's Coming to Dinner. Really great actors showing their reactions to um, a love. A love story that they didn't think would ever happen, you know? And um, just as, as we said earlier with Moonlight, you know, that those are two men who love one another. That's such a powerful movie. And... I played it because, you know, yeah, this is the day of love. And what bothers me about media is is that when it comes to LGBT, they only show the white LGBT. They don't show that, you know, there's people of color, there's Asians, there's Hispanics, there's blacks. And also the transgendered people of color, you know, the LGBTQ and Moonlight was such a powerful, powerful film. Beautiful film. Oh, my God, this film. And I have to mention Travante Rhodes as adult Chiron. Oh, my. And um, Andre Holland as adult Kevin. It is, whoa. And that performance, you know... There's a really great moment where he says, I'm going to cook for you. And, um, you know, yeah. It all begins with Kevin's call. Here we go. Come on, Slade. I'll be there tomorrow, I promise. 
I mean, uh, Sharon. What's up, man? It's, uh, it's Kevin. You there? Yeah. Long time no see, right? Man, I had asked Teresa for your number, and, uh... Hold up, man, you... You, you do remember me, right? Yeah, I do. Been a while. Yeah, yeah, it has, man. So, uh, where you at now, man? Georgia. Atlanta. Been up here ever since. Yeah, yeah, man, that's what I heard. Sorry about all that. All that shit what went down. Shot wrong real shit, dog. I am. So, uh, what you doing up there, man? Not much. Just, just trouble. Tyrone in trouble always found a way. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> what about you? Me? I'm a cook, man. <laughs> you, you, you a cook? Yeah, buddy. Man, I got sent up for some stupid shit. The same stupid shit we always get sent up for. They put me on the kitchen line, man, and kind of took to it. Anyway, man, I just just thought about you, man. I we got this jukebox in here, and um, the folks come by and play their songs. That's the music we get in here, and this this dude, man, it's reminding me of you. So, uh. Come holler at me. I'll cook you something. Maybe. Maybe play that song for you. All right, man. Um, you be easy, all right? <laughs> that's tonight's show black love you have different generations you have sounder you have mahogany apache blue and moonlight so i figured those films to sum up tonight moonlight though has to be my favorite it's such a powerful film there's a reason why it won best picture a lot of people just think oh hype no 
It was a special movie. Very special. And so, that's the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. Have a good evening and unpleasant dreams. <laughs>